Welcome to Let's Talk Social. My name is Rich Hake, and I'm going to be diving into all things social media marketing from tips and tricks that you guys can try to trends that you can implement on your page. We're here to help you navigate the ever-changing world us marketers go through. Join me as I discuss some of the impact that social media has had on our businesses to build better brand strategies to improve sales. Let's hop in. Hey everyone, welcome again. It is early in the morning for me today, but I've got a bunch of good stuff on groups and Facebook. And we're going to be talking about Facebook group and a new feature inside of Facebook group, along with some rumors about that feature. But the first thing I wanted to uh, answer is why should you start a group for your business if you have not already? So groups are not only a great forum for subscription clients to interact with each other and you know learn from each other, pose questions to you and your team so that you can interact with them on a little bit deeper of a level. But they can also be a place for new releases to come out early. So if you're someone that sells products or if you have a new service that's going to come out, you kind of want to have your loyalty customers inside of your group get early access to that. And you might even just be testing something. This would be a great place for that. Groups would be. And then I'm sure a lot of you have probably seen at some point, if you're not even a part of one already, VIP groups, which isn't really anything uh, special apart from a normal group, whereas most of the time VIP groups are actually locked and set to private. Um, Fun fact about that, actually, if you do set a group to private, you can never go back to public. So just be wary of that if you're going to create a group. You can start public, but if you go private, you can't go back. So just a note there. But um, VIP groups are a tiny bit better and we'll talk about that a little bit more when I talk about the new feature that's going to be coming out but they're a tiny bit better just because again like that level of connection is a little bit there and then when you have the exclusivity factor included people feel special and the next question I wanted to kind of go over was you know what content should I even post into groups versus my page right so it's like if I create a group I've got a whole nother feed that I have to give attention to now apart from my page feed. And if that is the case, the first thing that most people want to do is probably just copy paste the content from one to the other. And I think that we should probably try to avoid that if possible. And here's why. Pages are more outward facing, meaning it's more about new customer and new client acquisition, where groups are for only existing customers that already know about you have most likely shopped with you. And that means the content inside of the page and the group should reflect that. And you also don't want to shy away from everyone that just follows the page that's not in the group that is a current customer. So your page kind of needs to stay the same in terms of organic, you know, a good mix of new customer acquisition, new client acquisition posts and offerings and about your products and services, along with kind of the nurture portion of it all for the people that are already a part of your client list or your customer list. So that's an important little note I wanted to add there. And kind of like I said, for groups specifically, what content should go in there? I think early releases, exclusive content, I think both of those are awesome for groups. Uh, I think anything where you, you and your team can be a little bit more vulnerable and open to your customer list, especially private groups, I think that's really cool. So, you know, it could literally just be your kid's third birthday or first day of school, like things that are relatable uh, that just show you're a human and getting on that level of openness and like having that deeper connection with customers will reflect ultimately in more brand awareness and more dollars. Um, And on top of that, you'll just have more pleasant interactions with your customers and hopefully that'll fuel your drive for your business as well. 
And so a, a big thing I wanted to touch on here too is groups have notifications sent out to everyone inside of the group, whereas pages are just subjected to the feed, right? I wrote down here, so content going to the groups typically needs to be more exciting and interesting or helpful to the person because when they see that notification pop up, they've only got about 10 words of the preview of the thing along with who posted whatever it was. And so if those first kind of 10 words aren't something that will draw them in to click on that notification, pull them into the group and then see whatever you're trying to get them to see, they may not click in. So that's just something I wanted to um, note there as well with that. A big question that I get all the time is like for this podcast are examples for this. So what groups have I seen killing it out there? Most of the boutiques we work with have a group, if not two, so they'll have a normal one and a VIP group. You have to do you know, certain things to get into the VIP group. The big way I think that these boutiques have been killing it is inside of the group, they're pushing for their app installs. So if, they, if you do have an app with products in it, or maybe just you want to push them to like website collections, that would be fine. But a lot of people, once they get the app downloaded their the amount of sales that they have come like 80 or 90 percent through the app so getting your customers on your social platforms to the places where they can shop with you be it your website or your app or whatever it is very important so i, I think that's one big thing to just keep reminding the people in your group it's like hey if you're not on the app yet use this code for the promo if you've never shopped with us on our website and you're somehow in this group Use the first time 10 or whatever for 10% off. And then um, they also are really big on posting their live streams. So like when they're going to be live streaming and all of that, they do the promotion in the group. And as you can imagine, that's what makes sense because these people are already customers with them. And so they're in the group. So they're going to be like, hey, guys, come and join us for this live stream, which I think is great. Small groups like my business kind of has, you know, we have less than uh, 20, 25 people in there. We have also been having some actually good success there just because it is a more intimate group. And this, again, will lean into the new feature that's coming out um, here later in 2022 with Facebook groups. And I, when it's a little bit smaller and more intimate, I think people are less scared to post because it's not subjected to a feed of 7,000 people. It's only like 50 or 100. And I think that will kind of provoke and promote them to post into there, learn from each other, interact with each other, and do all of that. And then ultimately, your group now becomes a safe place for them to come and talk about any issues they may be having or any insight they want to give to the industry or whatever that pertains to in, inside of your business. Another big question I wanted to answer is, how do I get more people in the group, right? So it's like, hey, you convinced me to start one. How do I get more people in there now? So we're going to couple a couple of the obvious things and then we'll go into um, just like one like tip that I would give you for that. And so obviously you'd want to promote this on your page. Email campaigns are huge. So if you have a customer email list, when you start the group, it'd be, a, I think, a smart thing to send out an email to everybody, letting them know about the group, maybe a month later. And then two months after that, just sending out a couple more follow-ups, trying to close that gap of people that are actually customers and people in the group. You want to get as many people in there as you can. Um, and then like verbal advocates is p possibly the biggest way to do it. So if I had somebody on the phone or if there was a customer in my store, I could be there right with them. Hey, have you heard about our groups, our VIP group? No, what's that? 
Well, this top that you love right here, we actually posted this a week ago in the group and it wasn't even in our store yet, but we had this exclusively set for the people in our VIP group. But do you want to join that? I can send you the invite right now. Boom, right there. Very easy. So you, the, and what I just did right there was I showed value up front and that's what you're going to have to do in order to get people into these groups. So the, <clears throat> the only thing really needed for, it's only kind of really needed for groups that are in the growth stage, like doing some sort of promotional join on. You know, some groups that are at 10,000 people or 20,000 people, they want to get to 100,000 people. That means you're in growth stage. So providing some sort of value, whether it be a joining promotion or just giving them early access to whether it be content, products, or maybe just exclusive discounts to the group itself. So letting people know that all of that happens in there and then that's the value for them and the reason for them to join. So... Lastly, the thing I'm going to talk about is the new feature. Um, skeptical, I don't know where Facebook really thought of all of this stuff, but it's called subgroups. And so they're going to have a feature. This is uh, coming from a source that is uh, big time in the marketing and social media world. So I'm 80% I'm in belief that this will become a real thing. And um, it is called subgroups. And so they're smaller groups inside of groups that can basically be monetized or become like info collectors or data hubs for you. So when are they coming? We don't know. Um, we also don't know exactly what features are going to happen inside of the subgroups, but it, something that was rumored, again, from something that I read, was that you can create the subgroup inside of your group. So say you, let's just keep using the round number of 10,000. If you have 10,000 people in your group and you know maybe you have like two or three little kind of sub niches in your industry or in your business, you could kind of create a subgroup for each of those three. And then you could say, you know, like, post into the group of 10,000 and be like, hey guys, here's the subgroup. If you want to join it, go ahead and click join in there. And then, you know, you might have two or 3,000 funnel into each of those. The cool part about all of it, again, rumored, is that when they go to join the subgroup, you can ask them for information like their phone number, their email address, or, you know, anything like that. I don't know what they're going to have on there. But the point being was that the level of engagement goes a little more, um, gets a little more vulnerable, kind of like I was talking about earlier with the smaller groups. And on top of that, it's going to just become a data collection hub for everybody. So um, if you couldn't imagine when you have more customer data and more ways to upsell on them inside of these subgroups, because it's even more niched down to a, a general customer, it's generally going to mean a deeper relationship with your customer and more revenue at the end of the year. So why why would you want to get into groups? I think even just the potential of subgroups coming out, if you have a large-ish customer list, like over a thousand or so, I think that you should start right now on the groups thing. Um, you know, do some research if you need to on like the things that you would want to include inside of your group or just DM us and ask us some questions. I have no problem helping out there. And I think you need to start now so that when subgroups does roll out, you're already going to have people inside of your group. You can immediately get into the subgroup game and start collecting either a fee to join the subgroup, which again, I don't know if that'll be a thing or not, or a bunch of customer data and info so that you can get email campaigns to be better. Your marketing campaigns can be better so we can take our, our clients' customer emails and I can use all of those inside of Facebook marketing and all that. So if you work with an agency, it's great to give them emails. That's super helpful and useful. Lastly, just one more little thing about groups and why I think you should start is getting people to spend more time with your brand is crucial for growth and groups are a wonderful way to do it. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, my name is Rich Hake with Alpha. If you have any questions about today's topic or if you want me to talk more in depth about a different topic, 
let me know in the comments down here below or wherever you're watching this. You can DM us on Instagram at Let's Talk Social Pod, or you can send me an email directly at Let's Talk Social Podcast at gmail.com. We'll have another episode coming soon for you guys. Have a social day.